Ah, people of the internet, EDB here. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for long. And well, <laughs> we are 19 days in. Yep, 19 days into 2020. And I got some thoughts that I want to share with you here today, if you don't mind. I, my, my brain has been turning a little bit. It's been spinning. The wheels have been... Oh, they've been spinning so hard that they're blowing up smoke. I even think there's a little bit of fire going on there. They've been moving so fast. And so I want to take a few moments today to share with you just what's on my brain, if you don't mind. But before we do that, you know, we got a few things that we got to do. We got to pay bills. That's that's I, I want to. You know what? Let me go ahead and uh, read this to you. I want you to on the internet because you may or may not have one of these uh, things in your house. They're called a Holy Bible. But if you could go on the internet with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 10. If you have to look it up, type in E-C-C-L-E-S-I-A-S-T-E-S 10 Dot, dot, you know, that's the, the two with the dot, dot, so I like the time, dot, dot, 19. I want you to go ahead and pick that up, if you will. And if you have it, I would tell you to say amen, but I won't be able to hear you if you did, so there's no point in you even screaming at yourself. Or at me. No, you will be screaming at yourself. But Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19 says... A feast is made for laughter. I'm reading this out the King James Version, so can't nobody say I use one of them funny texts that got the broken English and it means something different because they didn't butchered it, okay? So we read it out the King, not even the new KGV. We're reading this out of the KJV. Mm. A feast is made for laughter. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. And wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. Now, now I want I want to I want to go down a little bit further because I just read something and it might mean something to me in a minute. Curse not the king, no, not in thy thought, and curse not the rich in thy bedchamber. For a bird of the air shall carry the voice, and that which hath wings shall tell the matter. I don't really uh, know what all of that means to us, but I do know that there's two parts that I do want to talk about. Curse not the king, nor curse the rich. Because the reality, we live in a society that has preached this mindset. That rich people are bad and money is evil. No, the love of money is evil. But money itself is not evil. We got to pay bills. This podcast has to be funded because this $1,300 phone that I'm recording it on, well, I got to pay for that thing. Not only that, the editing software has to be paid for, the electricity to charge it. All these different things go into play. So we got to pay bills. 
I, I just made all that long statement to tell you that I am not feeling some kind of way because I have sponsors. I got to pay bills. Okay. Fair enough. So we're going to pay bills. After we're going to pay bills, we're going to have a time of meditation. I am a firm believer. And you're going to hear me say a lot about that today. Firm believer. That, that statement is going to come up a lot today. But I'm a firm believer that every podcast, we need at least two to five minutes where we do nothing. If you go to the bathroom, if you go to your car, if you go in some hole, I don't really care how you do it, but we need a time to just sit quietly and process, pray, meditate, be with ourselves, decompress, Get all those thoughts out of your brain. Because when we go into the conversation, I want our minds to be clear so that we can learn, as I will mention in the conversation, because it's already been recorded. I just want to let you know that. But as I'm going to mention the conversation, we have to first recognize that it's there. We have to second learn what is there and then we have to third make sure we understand what we have learned and recognized and none of that can happen if our minds are cluttered so the bill then our time of meditation then i have something that i want to share with you and then in the words of old man john higgy pastor john higgy out of san antonio texas We'll have the blessing. Yeah.
talk today about, um, just for a few moments, if you don't mind, about my journey, my my vision, if you will. We are now um, on this January 19, if you're listening to this when it's released, 19 days into 2020. It's very, very crazy to think about it, that... It was just yesterday that we were blowing our little blow ticklers and other people's faces and uh, running down the streets. Uh, some of us drunk. Then again, it's not hard to think about it because a lot of us don't remember it. But the fact of the matter is 20 days, literally, well, 19, 20 you could be listening to this on January the 20th, which is high, 1-2020. But 20 days has passed and gone. 
And yet, no, no, not yet. We're we're not yet. Because it's nothing wrong with 20 days passing without us really knowing what the future lies for us. Because truth be told, most of us don't think that far ahead. Most of us are not as in-depth planners, in-depth planners, is what I was trying to say. And even then, I think I butchered the word. But what we do know is that we have a destiny to fulfill. We do know that there's something that burns within us that requires us to achieve certain objectives. We do know that we have something that makes us beat. There's a reason why we're breathing. Everybody knows that there is something they were born for, even if they haven't figured out what that something is yet. So, January 19, 2020. And I even mentioned January 20, 2020. January 20 was not mentioned by accident, even though uh, my uh, uh, present conscience thought it was an accident. My uh, present mindset was like, bro, you, you didn't mean to say 20 days in. You meant to say 19 days in. But in the back of my mind, I meant to say 20 days in because literally that is what I am now. 20 days in and January 20th is very special as I've uh, and that date a couple times now butchering sentences by not properly addressing the cause or properly addressing the subject matter. Let me stop trying to correct my stupidity. It's just and January 20 and January 20 and January 20. Why is January 20 so freaking important that I got to keep saying and January 20? Because me being the history ceremonial protocol buff that I am. I know it's kind of hard to believe that, that I am into anything traditional. <laughs> I spend a lot of my life breaking traditions. And yet I want to talk about that. I like traditions. It, 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 it's like an, it's like a bowl of confusion, a, a bipolar mindset, if you will. But then again, it is what it is, right? I'm in the traditions and the tradition of our country, as you will witness, those of you who are in America or even those of you who are abroad at this point will witness in about 366, no, seven, because we got a leap year this year. So 367 days from now, you will witness either the transfer of power or the second transition, no, no, the the reaffirming of power is what I want to say. Yeah, that's a good thing to say. Yeah, a president gets a second term in this country. He's, he's reaffirmed as the leader of the free world. And that happens on January 20. And so I was thinking, January 20 in our nation and... Uh, Before I get to that, why am I focusing my attention on something uh, 
that is probably the most corrupt thing known to mankind. But don't know. All I know, January 20, just sound like a good day to me. It gave me 20 days to really focus on myself. <laughs> 20 days to let it all out. 20 days to release. I've always stated, I don't yawn. I release. I release the tired, the bad emotions, the struggles, the heartaches and heartbreaks of this world. I release the stupidities and the ignorances. I release the frustrations. I don't even know why I even consider certain things anymore. It's not, it's, 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 uh, it's, can I just take a side note right quick and just say, there are folks, things that are just going to be the way they're going to be, right? And why are you even wasting your time on those things? Struggling with those things? Well, we've had 20 days of that. 19, to be precise. If you want to count tomorrow morning, let's go ahead and say 20. And now it's time to do something different. I've made a few statements in the last few days of podcasts, if you've been listening. One of those statements that hold clear to my head was my mission statement for these episodes, if you will. I made it. I made a statement a couple. Uh, no, at the beginning of the podcast, I said that I wanted to create a conversation, a conversation that gave you 30 minutes to be active, 30 minutes to put this in your ears and listen to it while you're on the treadmill at the gym, riding home in traffic. 30 minutes was the thing. Give it that and let's move on. And then I started to realize as we dive into these subjects, as we begin to better ourselves, the reality is 30 minutes is just a quick stab at the heart of a problem. What do I mean by that? If you are sitting and you're studying for a test or you're trying to advance yourself, you're not going to give yourself 30 minutes of study. No, 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 no. If you really need to pass a test, you're going to put hours and hours and hours into whatever it is that you have to study. If you're preparing to be either a trainer, hi to my, br- 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 uh, mm, I almost screwed, I, I can't speak right now. That's what I do when I can't get the words right. I just shake my head like that really helps anything. But anyway, hi to my Brazilian jiu-jitsu buddies because I have a couple of them and I watch them on the Instagram, which I am there, Instagram.com forward slash Eric Deshaun Barrett if you want to check me out. But I watch them and I watch them put in hours and hours and hours of training. I watch people who do CrossFit 
How are you? A couple of those folks who put in hours and hours of training watching tape. It's not just the hours and hours of the physical training. It's the hours and hours of the studying, watching the tapes, as I just said, reading the books, reading all the different blogs and and going to different conversations and conferences and sitting down and talking with different people and strategizing. All that happens as you prepare to be somebody. And I realized that I was doing something that I probably... No, that I now know I did not want to do. You can't, you can't become great with a Walmart mindset. A lot of us want to be big time stars on the internet. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all wrong with that. If you're not number one, it's really no point in even trying, right? Second place, maybe it gets on the podium. Third place gets on there too. But it's something about being number one. I remember, if I can go ahead and just make this side note right quick, watching the Olympics, I want to say, I think it, uh, who's the white guy, the swimmer? Come on now, think of it. Michael Phelps. One of his last, no, it was his last Olympics. Whenever that year was, I don't know, it's all a blur. But I don't want to talk about that, and I don't want to talk about Michael. I want to talk about Katie Ledecky. Because that same year, Katie Ledecky did something that was very fascinating to me. Katie Ledecky didn't just get on the podium by becoming third place. She didn't make it to second place, which is in between third and second, or excuse me, in between third and first. No, she didn't even get on the podium as number one. Katie Ledecky had a mission statement and her mission statement is I want to be so far ahead of number two and number three that nobody can stop me. What does that mean? If you get on the podium at number three, you're not safe because somebody can knock you off. Number two, can be defeated by number three and number one can be defeated by number two and three. But the super Katie Ledecky, that mindset of saying, if the time is 10 minutes, I'm going to do it in four because I know that it's going to take a hell of an effort to beat me in that obstacle or that objective. And so with these podcasts, I hear people talking about it when I said I wanted to do podcasts that, oh, well, I hope you're not planning to have a Joe Rogan podcast because truth be told, nobody listens to Joe Rogan. And I'm like, are you serious? Well, granted, they may listen to him, but do they really listen to the whole two and a half, three, sometimes four hour podcast? They may not listen to that whole thing. But the problem that I have is not do they listen to the three to four hour podcast that Joe Rogan puts out. That's not my problem. 
My problem is, why would you lower yourself just because nobody is going to hear the whole thing? Why are you going to limit your potential just for the lazy ones? The truth be told, if I have a three-hour podcast right now, which I don't see that happening, but I will tell you that I'm going to continue this conversation until I'm finished. But if I were to have a three-hour conversation, I recognize some of you may listen to this podcast for the first 15 minutes and then you're gone. Doesn't really matter. I got the view. I got paid. The number has clicked. It's all well and good. If you don't listen to the whole thing, well, that's not my problem. If you got here for 15 minutes, then that's great. If you have heard to this point right now, my God bless your sweet, precious hearts. I'm so very sorry that you can't stay for the remainder. But maybe you have things to do. Sometimes I struggle with listening to a whole Joe Rogan podcast. I listened to one yesterday or the day before with, uh, what was his name? Uh, Adam, Alec, was it Alex Dykes? Is that who that was? Let me, let me go ahead and hold on. Let me look him up on Instagram so that I can make sure, because I, I think I'm butchering his name. He's the guy that, um, sailed, um, or, or walked through the whole, um, I think it's Alex Dykes. Was that what it was? Um, uh, Dykes. Uh, is that who it was? I'll tell you what, let me go over here. To I know, yeah, yeah, I know what I can do. I, I know exactly what I can do. You don't mind holding on one second while I go over here and open up my iPad and go to uh, podcast, yeah, and see which one it was. It was episode what four ten something like that. Where Joe Rogan right here? No, 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 no. I don't want to play him. I don't want to play him. I just want to uh, click on here. And see, what was it? Four, ten. No, uh, where is it? Okay, go down, go down, go down, go down, go down to see all episodes. See all episodes. Ash Dykes is what his name. Ash Dykes is a Welsh adventurer and extreme athlete. He achieved three world first records trekking across Mongolia, Madagascar, and the course of Yangtze River. Yangtze. I'm sure that's what that says. Y-A-N-G-T-Z-E River. And I, I, that was, uh, what? What was that podcast? Um, the, two hours and 47 minutes. I listened to the whole thing. It was fascinating. It was, it was something to really learn and really explore and really understand what's going on. And I wanted to know, I wanted to educate myself. So I listened to a two hour and 47 minute podcast. Now, Joe Rogan, if I can just go ahead and suck on his teeth a little bit, just the tip of it, his little, his little tip pee pee. Joe Rogan could have said, you know what? Ash, I know you got a lot to say, but I'm only going to do about 30 minutes of this because after that, nobody's going to care. Or you know what? I can do what I do because I will admit to you something. Can I can I admit something to you? I have been lazy with these podcasts. I have been lazy because 
I have looked at them from the perspective of, oh, I can get one guy, get about four episodes out of him, and that's it. And I've done parts one, two, three, and four. Part of that was because I didn't feel like doing anymore. I didn't feel like trying to get another guest. I felt like, oh, if I get this one and we do that and we just stress it out through the week that I've done my work and I can chill. That's lazy. That's the Walmart version of podcasting. For me, at least. Others may see things differently, and that's okay. I am not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm just telling you how I'm living mine. If you want to be great, you got to go over and beyond the call of duty. You have to give up your Friday night drink sessions, your Saturday morning sleep-ins, your Sunday morning fun day. Sunday fun day has to turn into Sunday work day if you want to be somebody, Mr. EDP. And so, as we move into January 20, here's what my focal point is. I am looking at these podcasts as if they were an internship. You ever you ever been on one of those jobs that has uh, those internships? The shipyard, I know, used to do those things. I, I'm not familiar with how they operate at this point in time because I haven't really been paying attention. But back yonder, when I was um, looking at the shipyard as a potential opportunity for employment, they had... Um, what you call um, internships, as I said, but they would uh, allow you in in an eight hour day, let's just say that, you would have it split down the middle. So um, uh, so seven to three is a work day or seven to five is is a work day if you're going to be in in, in those areas, sometimes seven to six, 11 hours. And what they would do is say, uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, you'd be in class. That's five hours. You'd go to lunch. Then two, three, four, five, six, which is another five hours, you'd be at work. So five hours you're learning, five hours you're putting into action what you've learned. I see this podcast in that same vein. I see it as A few hours a day, I'm sitting here studying. I'm being a student of the game, a student of the internet. That's what I do. I'm a content creator. I'm a student of the internet. I'm a student of where the marketplace is going because I am a firm believer that I cannot survive as a 35 year old going into his 36 year of life I will not survive in this marketplace being a screamer and a hollerer out there in the streets talking about what I ain't got and what the system needs to give me I have no problem with people who do that because there are those of us who are weak and they're going to need somebody to help them I get that I Totally get that. But somebody like me, like you who may be listening to this podcast are the strong ones. And it's up to us to go out and make something so that we can help those who cannot. We have to win the battle for the weak. 
And the truth is, if we only win the battle from beneath our parents, well, then all we're doing is asking them to do what we want. I think I heard this from a Gary Vee. I don't really listen to Gary Vee that much because I, I don't like to intimidate or shoot, not intimidate. It's not the word I don't, I don't like to imitate what he's doing. I watch him or I, I pay attention to uh, his outlooks, what he's looking at, the, how he's seeing the marketplace and everything like that. But I don't pay attention to his speeches. I don't go to him for motivational training because I am a firm believer that what God gave to him, he has given to me. And Gary Vee is no smarter than I am. He is no skilled. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Gary V's access to smarts are not better than mine is what I want to say. He may have a little bit of knowledge more than I do because he studied harder than I have at this point in time. He's been paying attention more than I have. So he is a little bit smarter, but his access to intelligence is not better. He doesn't have the secret pill. And so I refuse to go to him to try to get my motivation because the same power and influence that works within him is within me. The same God, even though he may not believe in that, that gives him the ability to do something, to build this massive company or companies that he's built, the same God that gave him the wisdom and the ability you're trying to say didn't give it to you? That you have to go to a Gary V to get it? What kind of God is that? I don't believe in that God. I don't believe in a veil dividing God. I actually have come to the belief that when Jesus died on the cross, can I talk about it for just a second? I'm not going to turn into this into a preaching sermon or religion, even though it sounds like I have been preaching the whole 23 minutes. But I believe that when Jesus died on the cross, there's the Bible, the Bible, you know, that book, the holy book that everybody can, can't figure out what the hell to believe about it. That book declares that the veil was ripped. In two, the veil that separate humans from God, the veil that said only special people can have access, that was ripped and shredded. And so therefore, all Gary V is telling you is that I have been given the opportunity. I have been given access. And just like I have access you have access to all you have to do is take it. And so as I've been saying, I said something about Gary Vee. I don't know why I got on that conversation. Maybe it's not important for me to go back and think about what it was that we were talking about before I got there, but I had to get it off my chest and I got that off my chest. So we move on. So what I have been thinking is that in this, in this day where the world is changing, where we have to fight for our right to be. This is a war, my friends. I'm telling you, you and I have better learned to love war. The kingdom suffers violence and the violent takes. Oh, I know why I was on Gary V. Because Gary V said one time, 
You can't have a dream and then expect your mama to fund it. You can't talk about you want to be great and somebody else has to foot the bill. If you believe within your heart that what you have is going to work, then don't go and beg the council members, the city, the state, the president to give it to you. Go take it from them, some bitches. I walk into rooms and I was told then that I was wrong for doing it. And if I did get something from Gary Vee, I got the opportunity to understand that it can be done because I watched him do it. I got the opportunity to know that I wasn't wrong to go into the rooms and say, this is what I'm going to do and to hell with anybody who tells me otherwise. But the fact of the matter is when I made that statement, I recognized that I had alienated myself. I recognized that nobody was going to help me to achieve my dream. And I did not expect them to do it. Because I was on mission to prove that this could be done. And I had to do it on my own. Because the reality of it is, if I didn't, then my badass, defiant mentality was flawed. You can't tell somebody to fuck off and then ask them for help at the same time. You can't say, I want to live my life the way I want to live my life. This is my world, my way of the highway. And then you expect somebody else to give you a ride down the highway. No, if it's going to be your way of the highway, then you take the highway, get out there by yourself and make it a swim or die. That is the mentality that I choose to live. And there are a lot of people in these streets. There are a lot of people in these streets who have that mentality. And my friends, we are the strong ones. We are the ones who will be the future. The future presidents, senators, state legislators, governors, city council members, mayors, school superintendents, teachers, what have you. We are going to be the ones that are going to breed the next generation of entrepreneurs, content creators. We are the ones that are going to light the match on 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, and beyond. I am looking to see what the world will look like at the tricentennial. Do you know that's coming up? 2076? 2076. No, yeah, yeah, that's right. I said it. 2076 will be the tricentennial of this country. And if I think about this, if I pull up my calculator here, I was born May 9th, 1984. The tricentennial of this great country is going to be July 4, 2026. So 20, excuse me, 76. To track 1984. Some of you have already got that in your head. And then I'm sitting here trying to calculate. Like, boy, I already know the answer. You're screaming at it right now. I already, I already know. I already know. You're like, boy, here, where? Come on, what do you mean? My calculator boy, that's so easy. But I. You all right? You calm down? You okay? You can stop screaming now. 
I know you were, I know, I know, get your blood pressure back down. I know you were screaming about for 40 seconds now you've been screaming. It's 92, but 92. What Turkey had to go through all that? It's just 92. All you had to do was take. Set. No, 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 no. I'm not even going to try to talk math. I'm not even going to try to say all I had to do was take 20, 74, which would have been 90. And do 84, 94, 2004, 14, 24, 34, 44, 54, 64, 74. That's all I had to do. Actually, I wouldn't have said 84. I would have just skipped to 94. But you get it. That's all I had to do. And then take that and add two. I know what you're telling me. But I didn't do it. I wanted to be lazy and get a calculator. Okay, cool. Sue me. But the point is, I'm going to be 92 in 2076. And I believe now no man knows the end of his life. No man, as the scripture says, know the date or the hour when his name will be called. It says no man knows the day or the hour when the Son of Man shall appear. That's the end of the world. But but nobody, nobody, nobody has nobody has a uh, a checkout time. Or at least they don't know it. But I believe 2076 is going to be one of my final moments. That that is where my vision, my outlook on life extends. I want to see this country. I believe that I will see this country turn 300 years old. And at that point, at that point, I want to see I want to be able to look back and be and able and be able to witness what we have accomplished, the path that we have built, the road that we have traveled. Now, are you asking me, EDB, are you going to be podcasting and vlogging until 2076? I don't know. I, did you think in 2010 we thought about podcasts? Not really. I mean, they were somewhat there, but not really. Even in 2010, nobody really knew what the vlogging game was going. All I know, I saw all the other people making videos, and I'm like, hey, I can do it too. I was working with an organization, a little little uh, underground little movement called Green Bandit Entertainment. They wanted to make videos and put on the internet. They wanted to go to clubs and different things. They wanted to get themselves out there. And they were like inviting me to be the little manager. I don't know why they asked me to be the little manager. I don't know why music people want me to be their manager. I, I, do, I, do I have manager written on me? I don't know. But the point is, I was making videos for them. That's when I started uploading in May of 2010. Then I did a show. I diversify. Don't remember what we were talking about. I think my focus was more on how blacks and whites can come together. I've always had that, that mindset. Two different sides of the tracks, yet we can meet in the center line and build a relationship. I, that, that's always been my, my little shtick. But the point is, nobody knew where that game was going to go. And nobody knows where the game is going from this point. All I know is where we are right now. And I do know that we may not know where the game is going, but we do know 
that this game of life is one gigantic destiny or journey towards an overwhelming destiny. Every last one of us who are listening to this podcast right now were born for one reason. The path that we must take to get there changes. It's like from here to California. I live on the East Coast. California's on the West. If I'm going from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, not specific ocean, the Pacific Ocean. And I don't like peas. I, that, that's another conversation for another day. Y'all pray ADD. Man. Let me let me go ahead and make sure I take my ADD. Man. Okay. Ah, I don't take ADD meds anymore, but I just need a drink. But if I was going from the Atlantic to the Pacific, it's not a straight shot. There is no one road that goes all the way to the Pacific Ocean. At least not from here. There may be a road that goes a certain amount of distance. Everybody talks about Route 66. That's a long highway. But even that has a starting point, And that starting point is not in Norfolk, Virginia. Or should I say in Virginia Beach, Virginia, where the Atlantic Ocean is. And it doesn't end at the Pacific Ocean. And even if it does, Route 66 is still not a straight line. There are turns, there are curves. And so blogging, or should I say vlogging because I don't blog, is just a turn. Podcasting is just a turn. Now this could be one wrong, well one wrong. No, it's not a wrong. This could be one long ass Route 66. But it's just a turn. Tomorrow, we may be screaming in the sky with VR. We may be watching each other through our goggles. Maybe that will be the podcast of the future. Watching it through your goggles. I don't know. But what I do know. What I do know. Is that we, as I keep mentioning, all have a purpose and a destiny. And it is my It is my passion to see everyone achieve that purpose and that destiny. As I also mentioned, as we bring this podcast to a close, because even though I don't have the problem with sitting here and having a four hour podcast, I'm not going to sit here for four hours and repeat myself. I'm going to say it. We're going to spray it and we're going to leave. I don't know what spray it means. I should have said pray it. But I said spray it. That's what they said on the church. Say it, pray it, and go home. But I said spray it. But then again, if I hold my hand to my mouth with all this yelling I'm doing, I'm actually kind of spitting. So I guess I am spraying it. Please don't ever get too close to my face because it might get a little wet. But one of my journeys down this road is to be able to run a couple marathons. You say, why do you want to run a couple marathons? Because I was told I couldn't do it. So I'm training to run a marathon or two, maybe even three. Let's go ahead and get a trifecta. The first one to say I did, the second one to make sure it's not a fluke, and the third one just to solidify it. And then there's this fitness test that I have to pass. Why? Again, because I need to prove that I can do it. That's the only reason. I got to prove that it can be done. 
I have to prove to myself that I can win this fitness game. This military fitness game. And then once I prove that, who knows? Who knows what the next objective is in the athletic department? I really don't know. I don't know how I'm going to challenge myself next. I keep telling you and repeating that because it's okay to not know. That's the good thing about life. Take life one challenge at a time. Once you've completed that, you'll find something else. It easily pops up. In that vein of building, or should I say passing the run test, in that vein of being able to achieve my desire of passing the fitness test, I've come to the conclusion that it's going to require a place for me to train. Now, I could go and pay $49.95 a month to go to these gyms and share a weight machine with five other people that's literally going to take 45 minutes to do something I could have done in 10. Or I can invest in my dream and build my own gym, which is something that I have done already. 20 days in, we got the gym built over yonder. Got the weights over there, treadmill in there, ellipticals over there, stationary bike, got some free weights, got some bars so I can do some uh, free bars. All that stuff's in there. The problem with that is the room is small and number two, the ceiling is low. So there are certain limitations, but that's a great start. And then we're going to move from there into a bigger place, potentially a garage somewhere. I have a couple opportunities, a couple of options on the table. And we're going to potentially go from there to an even bigger garage. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the second objective on my mind, I am a firm believer as I slap the desk that there is nothing on planet earth that you or I can encounter that you and I don't have the ability to solve ourselves. But again, it's all about being a student of the game. If your pipe breaks in your house, you got to pay a thousand dollars for a plumber. You know why? Because you don't know how to fix that pipe. Now, granted, there are going to be certain things you have to have machines for that the system is going to tell you that you have to get a certified person to do. And nine times out of ten, with all of us cron- content creators, I don't know what I was trying to say, cron, content creators out here doing our own do-it-yourself projects, these hashtag DIYs, the government is going to find a, a lot of other ways to make sure that we have to behold to them because truth be told, it's a greedy system. And nobody likes anything that can't make them money. And you out there doing it yourself ain't making them money. So they have to continuously persuade you. And if they can't persuade you, then they're going to force you to make you pay. But I'm a defiant little son of a bitch. So my argument is, 
you're going to force me kicking and screaming. Because if I live in a house, there ain't nothing in here that I'm not going to know how to do. My uncle, who probably won't listen to this podcast, because I'm not going to tell him about it because all this cursing in it, he might feel some kind of way. Even though cursing is, that's another conversation for another day. We don't have time to talk about that now. But my uncle built, literally, well, he remodeled. He didn't build it from the ground up, but he, he could have. I'm looking at the lights on the walls. I'm looking at the sockets around the walls. I'm looking at the walls themselves. My uncle did all that. The plumbing in the bathroom. Even running the pipes. God, you want to name it? Put it in the bathroom sink. Building the damn tub, for God's sakes. All of these things that man did on his own. He went and he studied and he built it. Because truth is, if he had to pay somebody, he'd be in the poorhouse. I believe. And I keep telling you, I believe. I keep saying that because it's true. I believe that whatever... I need is already inside of me. But again, it's about studying. And then it's about putting in the work to achieve it. And so, in conclusion, as we, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up here. The podcast is the study. It's the class time. It's putting in the work of realizing, learning, and understanding. Those are three things. First, you got to realize that it's there. Then you got to learn about it. And then you got to make sure you understand what you've learned. And then the vlog is me putting it to action. As I drop my AirPods. And I drop them again. So, January 20. Martin Luther King Jr. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Birthday observed. The day... We celebrate the liberator. It's the day that EDB begins his process, his journey to liberation. I've done a lot of fighting. Yes, I have. Some of you have listened to my fighting and you've watched my fighting over these last now 10 years. We've gotten to the point where they heard us scream. We've gotten to the point where they realize that we're not playing. Now, EDB, now we move into the point where they're going to recognize that what we're saying, we can pull it off. You feeling what I'm saying? Awesome sauce. And so as we prepare for this next week, if you're listening to this when it's recorded, or if you prepare for the next moment in your life, my blessing for you, my thought for you, my prayer for you is that you will have perfect peace, that your mind will remain clear, that the witches 
that distract you, the Delilahs that come to strip you of your energy, strip you of your destiny. May they be vanquished. May you not even fall for them witches. May your passions be pure. May your lust be controlled. May you not lose your life and your hope and your purpose behind evil distractions. And may the future present itself to you with open hearts and clarity. Until we meet again, for me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters.